This week, we're talking about the fear of overpaying and house hacking. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you so much for joining me again this week. It is such a pleasure to have you watching or tuning in. I got to give a shout out because I always mention the YouTube channel, but I actually am growing quite a good following on the podcast aspect of this, which I know is basically just we're taking the audio and we're uploading it to uh to the podcast sites and so I know without the visuals sometimes it may not be as fun for you guys but listen to each and every one of you guys out there listening right now thank you so much I appreciate it I see it I love it and uh, I hope that you're enjoying the information and it motivates me to keep making uh, great content so Anyways, I want to talk, uh, before I dive in, I got to remember to point you down to the description below where you can find a link to Calendly. And what that is, it is this booking system that links with my calendar. So you can book a one-on-one appointment with me, either virtually or in person, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you just want to talk about real estate. I'm open to all of it. So go ahead, check that out. Um, without, with that said, let's move forward. So there was an article that came out uh, in The Spectator, the buyers now have a fear of overpaying. And it was actually a very well-written article by Fallon Hewitt, who does covers a lot of the real estate stuff uh, in Hamilton. She's a fantastic uh, journalist. Um, the article was just basically saying how now with this raising interest rate and prices continuing to go down, that we are starting to see buyers have a fear that they're going to overpay. Now, when you put it into perspective, um, I don't want to. I want to see. I find it funny, but I don't find it funny. Is like when we were in the throes of this wild market last year in January and February, people were scared to overpay. Then they were saying like the prices are too high. I'm going to buy, but I'm going to wait for prices to come back down. I want to wait for the deals. Well, the deals are here. Prices are down. We've gone down in some areas from the peak 25 percent in certain areas, which is. A tremendous drop like this is the time now of course with interest rates being higher the monthly affordability is higher as well however if you are somebody looking to get into the market you can actually get in now with a lower down payment than it would have taken to purchase a home uh, you know months ago so the opportunity is there one other thing with that too is you now have the opportunity to go in and make an offer with conditions in fact Today, for instance, I'm writing up an offer for a client that's going to be conditional on financing, home inspection, and them selling their property, and it's probably going to get accepted. So you now have these safety nets in there that you didn't have in the craziness. Because just think, if these rates next year, whenever they start to go down again, we are going to see things pick back up. And really, then what? Are you going to buy then? Or are you going to wait till then? Like, you know, there's the same... In real estate, I guess in the financial world, I was introduced to it by somebody that came from the financial world on our team, is that time in the market is better than timing the market. And with real estate, I don't think that could be more true because the longer you're in the game, the longer you're holding properties, you're, you have a property, the more you're going to make. Historically, we have seen home prices in Canada double every 10 years uh, in you know average price. So you know that it's a good investment, but it is a long-term investment. I don't really think you're ever 
overpaying unless you have some crazy plan that you you're going to buy and sell it in six months or a year which maybe you could have got away with last year but not this year and then one other thing that i want to mention is that if you are trying to time the bottom it is almost the worst thing that you could do in this market because that means you are paying the most amount of interest putting more money in the bank's pocket instead of your pocket every month when you make that payment. Anyways, I hope this information was helpful. Leave a comment below. Are you guys scared of overpaying? What are you feeling out there? What are you feeling in the market right now? Um, are you looking to buy, but you're kind of hesitant to pull the trigger? Are you thinking of selling, but the time's not good? Like, I'm curious what's going on in the minds of everybody. I'd love it if you dropped a comment below and let me know. One other term that I want to talk about is house hacking, because this is a huge buzzword that I'm seeing in the market right now, like on social media. I don't know. I've seen it everywhere, obviously, because I'm a real estate agent. I got a lot of real estate content in front of me. But house hacking is just this really cool word floating around, which more or less means you are buying a home and then renting out a part of it to help subsidize the cost, which I mean, they're calling it house hacking. This has been around since the dawn of time. I think as long as real estate has existed, uh, but it's cool. We got a cool new phrase for it, house hacking. So I'm going to start saying that because it's uh, it's what's in. So house hacking more or less is you're purchasing a home, then you're renting out a room or you're renting out your basement apartment or you buy a three unit, you rent out the other two units. And the idea is to help subsidize your cost while you're doing that. And that can make it really uh, affordable. And one thing I guess you have to decide is if you're house hacking, what are you looking to do? Like, do you want to buy near McMaster or Mohawk and then rent out a couple of rooms in your basements to students at, which I, I, from what I've heard, my friend that owns a student rental, he's getting 600 a month per room. So, I mean, that's 1200 a month goes towards your bill. Um, another consideration is obviously renting it out to tenants, the separate units. This is uh, like very common stuff, but one true advantage that I see to house hacking that I think should be utilized in this market is to purchase a home with your friend or a family member, a brother, a sister, something that has maybe a couple units where you can each have your own living space, but it's only costing you half as much to live in the home and it's a way to get into the house. Now there are some great advantages to doing it with a friend or family member and I would say the biggest would just be the financial qualification. Now, obviously, you'd have to speak to your mortgage broker about this. But when two people are purchasing a home, uh, you know, you each have your own down payment. So instead of you, you want to buy a house and rent out a unit, you purchase the house, you have your down payment, you pay the mortgage, you rent it, collect your money. Uh, but you only qualify based on the income that you make. If you purchase it with a friend and you combine your down payments, then you were able to qualify more because you can put more down and they're also going to look at both of your income. So now you have two incomes qualifying for that house. So it makes it a little more affordable. You guys might even be able to, instead of just buy two units, you might be able to combine resources, get a third unit. And now you both have a unit helping you each pay. Like it just really, really reduces the cost. I have one client that did it uh, before house hacking was like the cool buzzword. And she, uh, great, great friend of mine, purchases three unit. She lives in one, one floor, rents the upstairs, rents the downstairs. 
and uh, it, it basically covers the cost of living. So I mean, it's just a phenomenal situation to be in. And that's more or less what house hacking is. And I do see the advantages. Uh, I do think it's advantageous to do it yourself. But if you can't quite afford something that has a multiple unit, then consider buying a house with a friend makes it more affordable, you'll be able to increase your price point that you're looking at to purchase that two unit home, uh, you know, especially depending on what area you want to be in. Anyways, Hope this information was helpful. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. Be sure to drop a comment below, like, comment, subscribe, share, whatever you guys know the usual stuff that you have to say. Uh, but thanks so much for tuning in. It takes a lot of effort to make these videos every week. And thanks for listening in, people listening in. Thanks so much as well, uh, whether you're in your car or whatever you're doing. I appreciate you. So thank you so much once again. Uh, thanks for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Oh, <laughs> man.